0: Hi I'm Lunchbox McGee and welcome to the Task Force Bunker where we're going to talk about this week's news and try to make the sense of it that we can make because I don't know about you guys but it has been a crazy crazy week and it's impossible to keep up in chat. So welcome to the first installment. The first thing I want to let everybody know is that those of you in JTF man are amazing amazing people. This is the Lord's work we're doing keep it up secondly uh, I'd like to remind everybody that anonymity is our weapon of choice so I know everybody wants to know everybody else but you're probably better off keeping a lot of that stuff to yourself so uh, I had written some introductions for everybody and had some introductions written for me but it doesn't look like everything is going quite the way it was supposed to So, I'm going to open the floor up to our panelists. We've got, uh, let's see, who do we have on the phone? We have got Herculesa, and she spends most of her time piecing deals together, reading up on history, to go back in time and admit she has an unhealthy obsession with Elon Musk. Welcome, Herculesa. Are you there? Is anybody there?
1: I'm here. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah. Alright.
2: Yes, we're here. Maybe we lost Lisa, though.
1: Yeah, we might have lost her. Oh, no.
0: Alright, well, um, our next person was born in venezuela in 1992 his family fled to spain in 2002 following chavez's first term announcement he was raised between spain and the usa and then moved to switzerland in 2014 to begin his career he's got a bba in finance and holds an mba in commodities trading currently working at a wall street firm as a portfolio manager and investment advisor to institution clients being multi-asset, class, and absolute return-focused. He says his red-pilling was gradual at first, starting with questioning every aspect of his life and then stumbling across the Zeitgeist series as a teenager. Now, that's a good one. While his intuition told him he was on the right track, his lack of knowledge at the time hindered his ability to truly embrace the ideas introduced to him. But he continued his spiritual journey anyway through meditation, chakra activation, psychedelics, and researching heavily in Gaia for the next five years, ultimately leading him to Q. Through his spiritual awakening, he became an intermediate remote viewer, using the technique to actually predict financial markets, but slowly stopped his discipline as he started to incrementally experience synchronicity and visions that helped him to reach the same outcomes just by observing the numbers around him. He's third-wave volunteer slash wanderer and most likely a first-timer and believes his mission is to help ensure a smooth transition during the Great Awakening. I give you forecast 432 hertz. Uh, welcome. Thank you for
2: having me. Appreciate that.
0: Yeah, man. You wrote it. Thanks. All right. And our next guest is a self-described expert on the aristocrats of the world for the timeline of the last 6,000 years. If it involves central bankers u s history or i t he's the man with the plan and a mystery to us all, mr. Enigma. hey
3: how's it going man? Glad to be here
0: right on and echo I have know nothing about you, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself if you, got, if you can
1: sure i'm um I'm one of the coordinators at j t f seventeen My job is to help pair skills, knowledge, and personalities with uh, whatever tasks we're doing at hand. Um, I've got a really long history with law enforcement and the military, and uh, I'm really, really happy and and honored to be in here that I get to participate and make a contribution to this conflict that we're involved in. Um, It's a war of light and words and truth, and we're winning. And it's because of people like uh, Hercules, a forecast, and Enigma that are making this happen. So... These are the Shock Troopers. This are the Special Forces. When you hear JTF-17, you're talking about a very, very unique and well-organized group of people that think and move as one around the world, like any other non-unit.
0: Right on. I could not have said that better myself. Um, I also want to add that you have gigantic stone balls, <laughs> because... As far as I know, you're the only person that actually drug himself down to a rally and got mixed up into it. Just tell us a little bit about that.
1: Um, a lot of a lot of what I did had to do with, you know, SSGQ calls it boots on the ground. Um, a lot of my, my interaction, my experience is direct work with people and getting things done. And I get a better sense of what we need to do at JTF-17 by learning about our uh, our opposition uh you know you gotta, you gotta you gotta look the enemy in the eyes to know about them so i kind of had to go do that it wasn't the smartest thing i've done but it was important and you know i'm just one guy everybody in here is doing something they're sacrificing in some way
0: right on well hey i want to thank all you guys for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me today i know we've all got lives and families jobs and whatever else you got going on but uh I think it's important for us to focus on the bigger picture, especially with what we do. Um, This past week has been insane for news. Uh, Ever since Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, the uh, left has been taking absolute pot shots at everybody. and I'm wondering uh, how you guys feel about all that. What are your takes on it? Hmm. Anybody? Anybody want to go first?
1: Um, I'll take it, and and you know, Nigman forecasts can can follow in. I'm sure they'll chime in. Um, it, uh, I think we have to consider that that despite we have some really we've got major differences, they think and operate a lot like we do. So what they're going to do is they're going to look at at targets and opportunities, and they're going to try to leverage them. Actually, let me let me, let me me take a step back. Everybody's gonna try to find everyone else's weakness. And in this case, they're looking and they see an opportunity. They see some holes, and they wanna punch holes in our narrative. And we do the same thing to them. Um, we're both involved in a fight for our, our metaphorical lives, and it's real. So any kind of pot shots, any kind of dirty tricks it's it's all out there all assets are deployed so i'm not surprised it's some, its exactly what i would do if the, if the odds were down and it's exactly what we are doing we want to win so we're going to do everything we can Enigma, you me anything i mean forecast what do you think
3: yeah i was going to say um that's a pretty accurate way to, to look at it you have to also understand that the history behind these people is that these this is all planned ahead of time um the people that are on the far left that are that are pushing this narrative have been I've been at, at planning this for quite a while already. And we also have to understand that, that you know, these people are remnants of what we believe through the this, this information we come across in history. These people are part of the deep state. And when you look back even further into the deep state, I'm not going to get too much into it right now, but um, it goes back to ties and things before when the OSS and the CIA were created, you know, essentially being the fifth column that, 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 that you know, the, uh, the patriot intelligence guy that we know as Q informs us of. Um, so it, it's really important to understand the history of, of, of why it's come to this precipice, why it's come to this cusp at this time, of why it's why it's happening. It's that these people they they just want to have control, and there's an even bigger amount of people at the top that you can call the aristocrats, and you know they just use our country and our Washington D.C. as a as a left as an arm to their to their you know their agenda in the world. Um, so I, I think that that's that's part of it. As well. Um, And, you know, this week with everything going on with with Ruth Ginsburg, I know it's crazy that. You see the reaction from a lot of these leftists they're just you know you see some of the videos on twitter and all other social media platforms where these people are just you know going crazy and they're like you know why did she have to you know like die right now why couldn't she you know she wait till next year you no know, it's not even about the fact that the that a woman has passed away and somebody who served as you know supreme court justice um which is, is crazy you know like the people on the left have no have have no you know no care in the world about what this lady, you know, that she was even a human being. All they care about is their agenda. And and that speaks words to most of the people that I think that pay attention. Um, all while you have POTUS, you know, who, who he says he finds out while well, he's completely a rally and he reacts to the situation as, as a normal human being with like, you know, like even though we had differences, we didn't agree. We weren't on the same political side. We, you know, we know it's a sad thing that somebody lost their life and she lived an amazing life as she, as he described it, you know, and, uh, I think that pretty much sums up how how most of the uh both sides of the political spectrum see it and i'm sure the moderates in between are just you know watching it and saying you know making their own in decision horror. in horror yes
0: that's correct that's correct but i will say you know um uh, donald trump man he, i i voted for him really holding my nose uh i didn't have much hope for him honestly um when what when he got elected what? i would just kind of was like In shock, because I was just happy that it wasn't Hillary. But the way he does things, man, he is a classy individual. His response was total class, 100%. It is.
4: Also, he has a lot of, um, you know, when when I look at him anyway, I feel like he's just as chill as anyone could ever be. And that tells me that I have security in what he's doing. He's not scared. He's not worried. And so it gives me some security. That, he's already, you know, like you said, he's already got everything planned ahead of time, but he's, he's making sure that the people are calm. And, and while they may not have a full understanding of everything that's going on, he, he gives off that vibe of everything's going to be all right. I feel like he's he's doing a great job. Yeah,
3: no, he is. He's uh, he's a he's a world class president. And, you know, he's uh, I think we're very lucky to have him in this time. And, you know, it, it's it's funny because, you know, people will make fun of, of you know, the, you know, the color of your skin or you know your ethnicity these days and uh and all it's funny that, that this man that we know as as donald j trump you know they call him the orange man bad you know the cheeto but the cheeto is what is, is literally destroying the uh in my opinion the uh the, the aristocrats at the top or the new world order as you want to call it or you know the illuminati is we refer to him as and this man's literally trying to take him down by you know shoving these 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 leftists with these, you know, um, information that they, they never thought would be released through, through, you know, the, through Q and as well as, uh, the DOJ doing its job by bringing down the hammer with those, you know, almost nearly, what are we at now? 200,000 indictments, sealed indictments. That's yeah, a mass, lot. Of- crazy. You know, you, you think about what Durham's doing and what, uh, you know, his other, his other attorney generals and other two states, I think one's in Texas, I can't remember the guy's name right now. I think it's Bill something or John, Bill, something like that, I can't remember the guy's name, but, you know, there's a couple of guys that are doing investigation just like Durham, and uh, 200,000 indictments is
1: massive, and uh, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> it's, it's huge, it's unprecedented. Um, hey, Lunchbox, have you ever, have we ever, or have you ever discussed the, the different, the whole, uh, I, I, the backstory of Q? Why we use certain terms we use and, and, and certain things, has that ever been put out there before?
0: Uh, honestly, I haven't. I uh, I stumbled across Q by mistake. I. I'm not gonna lie. I went to Twitter looking at porn. What um, <laughs> <laughs> <'Cause> I say, <laughs> man? I, I, I love boobies. Oh, but um,
4: if we had a prize today, you want
0: it, That's right.
4: Well, I, you
0: know, I've always been a conspiracy guy. Um,
4: I have, been yeah. And
0: it's not like it was; it was just normal, everyday stuff. Like, um, oh, they're putting shit in our food, and. Um, Mm -hmm. you know there's stuff in the vaccines right you know just right in the water yeah (laughs) stuff i couldn't really prove
1: right it's 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 like a big web it's like this huge undercurrent that we all see everybody gets tired of the matrix you know reference Mm -hmm. and i do too it's it's i think the bigger so when you hear about you see um alice you see the rabbit hole there are a lot of references in, in QAnon to the white rabbit, follow the rabbit. Um, what we're talking about is in like Enigma, and Enigma scratched the surface. He has a lot of really deep knowledge about this. We're talking about something that spans centuries. It spans government. It's probably the largest decentralized organized crime syndicate in history. Um, it probably is the organized crime syndicate of history. And we have these references to the, to the rabbit hole because you can pick a topic and they've been doing this for so long, you know, just do a little bit of digging, a little bit of research, apply some critical knowledge, and you start to see evidence. I'm not not saying it's absolute conviction, but there's evidence that supports what happens and where there's smoke, there's fire. And then we have specialists like Nigma and Forecast and Lisa Q. And when we really drill in and we start pulling all of the evidence, we pull all the documents, You know it presents itself like a criminal case we can sit down in front of a jury and say look based on what we found there's a likelihood that this is happening so it it is scientific but then it's also very very daunting because every time we find a piece of evidence we find another relationship to a family or there's a bloodline exactly it always
0: leads back to the same people
1: it does Mm -hmm. it does um and, and that and that's A law enforcement officer will tell you that that's that's a very, very good sign that you found yourself some kind of of, uh, a RICO or an organized crime syndicate, Mm -hmm. a gang, gang. precisely, because you're going to see some common, uh, there'll be nexuses, and we see a lot of that. We, We probably won't go into the names, but we're seeing it now, and as we come towards, you know, the storm, which is when, you know, the justice arrives there are a lot of names that are interrelated in some very very surprising unexpected ways so it's deep and the rabbit hole forks out at the bottom there are lots of little tunnels
4: you know one of the things that you said made me think of something because number one i have to say we have some great people in our group and i want to give a shout out to all of them because everyone works very well together because sometimes i don't have time to read everything and I'll drop it there and someone else will pick it up or two other people will pick it up and then dig for those things that I was really there to look for and sometimes find things that I wasn't intending to find. Um, So I think that our group is just, everyone has the same purpose and the same goal and it's very positive driven and everyone's brain is working at such a high capacity. You know, They always said you only use a certain percentage of your brain. Well, that's bullshit because now I believe not only are we all using our brains at a larger capacity than we ever have, but collectively putting those together is what is making this group amazing. Mike.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a it's a fusion center of thought, spirituality, critical thinking. There's lots of different research techniques that we use. Um, I think I learn more, you know, hourly from the people I work with at JTF 17 than I learned in university, because this is about this is about learning how to, to uh, it's learning how to work with information with your mind and how to connect with other people and make bigger things using the power of your mind. This is all virtual. We're doing it online. We're not in a room. So when we communicate with each other, it, it's spoken thought, which is very, very cool.
4: Correct. And that has a collective, like you said, a, a whole other realm of, of collective um, or collectivity, whatever that word may be. That's yeah. what I'm going to use, collectivity. <laughs> but the consciousness of all of us together, we're pairing that together and using it as one drive. And there are some people that, like myself, it comes very naturally for me to connect the dots and it goes very quickly in my brain. But there are some people that that's not their gift. They have a different Mm -hmm. gift. And those things put together, I think, or, or make things just so much better because there might be that one special thing someone has that none of us really use or have. And they can offer that. You know, lots of times I'll see something come up that somebody will post and I'll say, wait a minute, I remember this and I'll mm-hmm. go dig back into what I had, and sure enough, it leads us to something else. Well, uh, else.
0: Forecast Enigma, you guys are being kind of uh, quiet. Jump on in, man.
4: That's because I'm a woman and I'm jumping in and talking <laughs> over. I'm, I don't <laughs>
3: I'll play with that
0: lady. She's crazy and strong. And she chatty.
4: Does, she me. I'm
3: chatting. <laughs> <She's a remote laughs> I want
4: to scare you just now, enough, bro. I'm now, scary. your
1: forecast, forecast <laughs> is sitting back there quietly, but forecast has a really, really unique role um he stepped in and he owned it immediately um he makes he can establish very very concrete ironclad relationships with numbers and with pieces of information that you would think are unrelated and when you start making those connections through um gematria numbers and and he's got a really really very i mean it's a crystal sharp understanding of of spirituality and you know frequencies and and the tesla thing um He's found stuff for us that's opened up research avenues for us because we do a lot of research, but we also rely on people to make the connections, and he's extremely good at it. Um, Forecast, why don't you tell him about some of what you do, man?
2: Perfect. Awesome. Appreciate that. And thanks for the <clears throat> feedback. So I was just finishing a decode here. I'm planning uh, to send it out shortly, just uh, doing some fine tuning. But it it comes back to um, what you guys were describing with RBG and the implications of that. For me, I'm, I'm starting to get the feeling that this has been set up even before Trump got elected. I agree. Definitely. And, and you, we hear this over and over again, enjoy the show, enjoy the show. It feels like, in our opinion, that both good and bad actors are creating a show. And this show is designed to set the stage to enable the mass awakening required for us to get to the place where we need to be in the future. And a good example of that, on this decode that I've been working on, is one of the last drops, the 47.72. It's actually the last one, right? Never bring an arrow in a quiver to yeah. a missile flight. So this one is alluding to Pelosi. And the fact that, you know, the Speaker of the House and the House are completely unequipped um, to challenge any type of uh, nomination from the SCOTUS on behalf of POTUS. Um, That's just one clear example of these people continue to struggle find ways to push back, control the narrative and every time it backfires to the point that you are fighting you got this lady fighting with arrows against us where we have telegraphed missile systems and everything seems to point to this notion that probably even Pelosi has been cutting deals it looks like, I mean, it's, it's just so bad. It's so incomparable. They don't even stand a chance to the point that perhaps it's intentional.
4: I had that thought today, in fact, with the bad actors. And, you know, we've recently seen some stuff with these masks that look very real. Um, and we've been questioning a lot of things recently too about other people that don't look real. And it's some strange things that people point out. Now, I don't know if that's what's going on, but certainly Joe Biden, when he says he's been in, in the um, in the business 100 and something years or something, I don't know what he said Right. Come know, on, man. That can't, be, <laughs> that can't be something that is, first of all, expected to be believed. But even somebody who has one brain cell remaining should be able to identify that something else is going Definitely. on here because they would not release that. They wouldn't release that. Their market exactly.
2: would not release that. Exactly. So... everything is pointing to the same direction and and here's another one that I'm trying to figure out, Comey you know, everyone has that view of Comey that he is with the bad actors, uh, that he's going to go Mm -hmm. down Um, but I challenge anyone here to find direct dirt on Comey because you're very (laughs) unlikely to find anything, we've been trying for many years now and it seems like there's nothing on him, um my new theory is the fact that he might have been the first one to tell Trump and the Patriots that they were being under surveillance by Obama and his administration, even so you think before been the playing election.
0: both sides against the middle.
2: Exactly. My my feeling is that there's nothing that he could do at the beginning because he was part of the swamp. Right? He was since nine eleven. Exactly. There's nothing you can do until you get somebody strong enough to allow you to flip and turn around. When he has the saying... opportunity to do so, perhaps he took that shot and now everyone is talking about the harvest, the corn, the harvest. Could it be that he's actually going to flip next week and turn any, everyone around? Hmm.
0: I actually had that thought about President Trump. They're like, oh, he knew about Epstein for years and years and years. And he was like, oh, he's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Why didn't he do anything? Who is he going to tell? Like, honestly, mm-hmm. there's nobody. There's nowhere for him to go. All he can do is sit back and watch things happen.
4: That's a good point because, you know, that, that can relate to every single thing that we're working on. Because if you – we have to know and dig the information. The public has to dig the information or – understand where the information and truth comes from. But if from, it's going to be actionable, to if it's going to be
0: actionable, you have to yeah. get that information to somebody who can do something about it.
3: Correct. That's why he had to get William Barr to come in and that's why he had to get rid of, uh, what's his name, the uh, previous Attorney General, which was uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: oh, Jeff
3: Sessions. Jeff, Sessions. Jeff hey. Sessions is playing a role in this as well. You have to understand that. Is that Jeff Sessions is probably going to end up, when it, when if anything comes to light, what will not happening? is Sessions will be the guy that kind of broke this whole thing open. Once he found out that there was some corruption in the seventh floor of the State Department and the FBI and the CIA, and then the reason they brought mm-hmm. Barr back in, I think, is because he was serving as AG under Bush Sr.'s uh, presidency, from what I understand.
0: So he's probably mm-hmm. got a lot of
3: dirt. So he's got a lot America. of dirt, and, and and if you look at some of Barr's quotes in the in, in the '90s when he left his position as AG, um, he never really specifically says that he left because of, of corruption or anything. But the way that he's described some of the things that go on, he'd be like, you'd be surprised at what goes on in government. And, you know, the things that are really going on that we don't see in the public eye. So that's, think- that's,
1: that's very true. Um, in fact, I can attest to that, that there are a lot of federal employees or former federal employees who voluntarily left federal service because they recognized that because of our contracts, because of our oath of office, mm-hmm. we couldn't take the action necessary to protect the country because we were bound by our oaths. And by leaving office, we were able to step outside of that oath and do what was necessary to protect the Constitution. Yeah. And you'll see that everywhere.
4: Yeah. uh, Well, and then toss in Alan Greenspan, because, you know, he basically called Comey the greatest salesman in history, right? Because he was playing both sides. And that's one of the biggest reasons that I think Hillary maybe lost, is what he's saying, you know? well, there's a lot components and well, Let's not only movement.
3: forget who Alan Greenspan is either. You know, he was he was uh-huh. the federal chairman of the Federal Reserve, you know, back in the day. And uh-huh. uh, and and no offense, but I don't trust central banks for you know, uh-huh. to throw them for anything. I mean, you look at the history of the central banks where it all started in London, and then you look even back further in history to the to the societies and civilizations that that, that you know created that opportunity. So um, we all know who the Rothschilds are. We all know who the who the mm-hmm. the, uh, the thirteen families of the Illuminati are. You know the Rockefellers, the Walbergs, the uh, and the Morgans aren't even on there because they weren't that big. They were just they were they were just being used. J.P. Morgan was just being used. So, um, yeah. you know, you look at the you look at the talk about the pesos now and everything with uh, with P and Q, and uh, to understand where the pesos come from is, is a whole another story in history you have to go down the rabbit hole for. Um, basically, they were a French royalty of uh, King, uh, I believe, King Henry the Sir, King Henry the Sixteenth, and uh, basically, Prince Henry was Daniel Pesor, which is who started the uh, the Pessor, uh you know, dynasty, so to speak. Uh, so yeah, you have to understand is that Alan Greenspan is not a trustworthy guy. Um, you know, he Correct. could just be lying his butt off to cover Comey and give him an opportunity to like have have an out, you know some of these people that are in the swamp that have been in the swamp they're just pulling every card they can to try to get to try to get out of it before they go draining down the hole
4: sure and that was I think in 2018 Alan Greenspan said that and you know like we said we don't know well we know some who are playing both sides but there are some that if these people are involved in the things that we are discussing here they're dirty they're dirty, mm-hmm. to, dirty absolutely to dirty. and they're hard well, to and- we're kind of go going ahead. off on a tangent here um We are. I was curious,
0: (laughs) um, forecast, Enigma, you guys can probably answer this. Now, I was thinking about this earlier, but the market dips that have been taking place right now, now, are they more indicative of the political climate that we're in, like the riots and all the bullshit we've got going on, or do you think it's an actual byproduct of the attack on the deep state?
2: You you're referring to the Ooh, recent question. the recent sell off in the stock market?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's taken a massive dip just in like the last week. I mean, am I wrong? Am I not, am I not seeing what's there? Well,
2: um, to some extent, you're right. Uh, so essentially, what we had is um, the market was on a tear before the sell off. So part mm-hmm. of it is just mm-hmm. a simple retracement. Um, it all began following some announcements from from. Um, Uh, This big private equity firm in Asia, uh, that they had billions and billions in call options that they just closed out to monetize their gains. Um, And because of that, you know, Robinhood investors and, and some traders started to panic because that's a lot of flows coming out of the options market. And just to give you guys an indication, the volume for option trading for the first time in history a couple of weeks ago, surpass the volume in the cash market Um, so a lot of people have been well tell us what that means man because
0: I'm I'm, kind of stupid here explain that to us if you wouldn't mind please
2: so I mean usually investors would trade stocks and equities ETF Mm -hmm. plain vanilla products Uh, options are for more sophisticated traders and are usually traded at smaller volumes and quantities for the first time in history the amount of money being put to work in options surpassed the amount of money uh, being placed on plain vanilla products. Um, wow. e- exactly. And a lot of this came from this fund. And so after the announcement, uh, we saw a sell off in tech. Um, a mere retracement, considering where we're trading right now, PE levels are still very, uh, pretty rich. So. When you put that into perspective, we're still trading at good levels. We just had a retracement in my opinion It's all related to the elections not because the market is pricing one outcome or the other But the market is definitely pricing some chaos on the back of the elections whether it be contested by uh, The D's and the Russia collusion narrative. We know that Rick for red or whether Trump wants to contest it in case he loses the market is up for grabs on that one. And the biggest indication is when you look at volatility indicators, uh, the VIX options for the November contract is pricing the highest volatile event in the history of the stock market.
3: That's a lot of volume moving. So uh, just to not to interrupt, I'll just let you get back in a second. But to, to basically the what, it, what, what I think is in this particular point before we move forward is you have to understand is that our country right now, Our our Federal Reserve is nationalized at this moment, so that's got a lot of these people in, in the global economy, specifically when you look at other central banks in other countries, it's got them freaked out a little bit because they're like, well, you know, essentially what they've been doing for the last, you know, 200 years is the central bankers have been controlling anybody who has a central bank in their country through the, uh, through the fed chairman and the board of governors in each country and, and region specifically within those countries. Um, ours at the moment, what Trump's done is he's basically taken the federal reserve through policy and basically controlled it's, it's kind of, in essence, it's output, like it's, it's ability to govern itself by controlling its board members. So he's got most of his, most of the board members, I think with the exception of one of them has been, uh, has kind of been replaced by people who are, who are pro, you know, pro USA pro, you know getting our 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 currency back on point um and you know you you listen to like x22 report he talks Mm -hmm. about the financial news all the time and he's like you know we've got a parallel economy that's being built next to the current existing one which is why trump is trying to drive this currency into the ground in essence and it's got these other countries spooked because it's like the u.s is kind of just doing its own thing while everybody else in the world is playing by the rules that we're that these bankers have have established for thousands of years through a different different variations of of the way they do things not through a central bank all the time Uh, central banks have only kind of been like a thing for like the last three four hundred years so um, that's what I think is, is, is one of the reasons why the markets are kind of being spooked. Um, obviously there's a lot of volume being moved in option contracts and futures I imagine too. So what option contracts and futures basically are an option contract is basically saying I have a contract to purchase a certain amount of stocks. Usually they go in volumes of hundred shares at a time per contract. And basically what it says is I have the, the opportunity to buy to, I pay a premium to be able to buy this stock at a certain price, no matter where the market moves up or down and if i choose to execute that contract i can buy that stock at that price
0: well that's funny that you bring that up because i just heard the other day that they caught jp morgan spoofing mm-hmm.
3: they did with the uh, with the whole gold market where yeah. they got uh, they got they got charged with they i believe it was uh what, like 13 billion dollars or was it a billion dollars in the fines um, and really, when you think about that, it's kind of just a slap on the wrist for J.P. Morgan because I'm sure they yeah. made a crap ton more off of that trade than the whole billion dollars are getting charged by the uh, by the Securities Exchange Commission.
0: See, now that's that's the whole thing. That's the corruption of the market, right there. Okay, because it's like the housing bubble. None of those people went to jail for deliberately fucking America. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. but they did, and mm-hmm. there should there should have been. They should be full right now. Those prisons should be not be full of people who have you know, a minor drug charge. They should be full of, of these guys. These are real criminals. Mm,
4: they are. They've ruined people's lives. They are. The aristocrats, yeah. man, That's what we call them. Yeah. And on a, on a small-scale level, because until um, Forecast started kind of giving me a hand, I I really didn't know what to do with my investments. Um, and I spent weeks and weeks just kind of putting it off. And, you know, he's been kind of helping me just, just take a glance here and there. Um, you know, and of course, it's my decision at the end of the day. But I, I did... Buy some uh, Tesla stock, and so one example uh, on a small scale is that when Tesla had their Battery Day and they had their um, the people who are on the board of directors. No, I wish Nucleus
0: was here because that was actually her topic.
4: Yes. Well, what they ended up saying was they let each person have three minutes to speak, and more than one of them was talking about the the child labor, right, and kind of exposed that for the people who didn't already know. Good. And those Tesla stocks dropped significantly after that, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So little things like that can hurt people like me who don't have a whole lot invested, but I might have a lot invested in Tesla, you know. So one, one bad thing comes out about company, everyone is going to sell and get rid of it and back out. Same thing with Netflix, with the cuties thing, right? People said, let's sell our stock. We don't want anything to do with this. And so everybody gets hurt at same time. Emotions drive the markets.
1: Correct. And that that actually circles back around to when you were talking, you know, when Nick was talking about um, everything that's going on with Trump and how there's, you know, the the economy and everything. This is this is a unique situation that these families that we're talking about, this, this global syndicate, they have their fingers in everything. So when we see, when we hear the butterfly effect where, you know, a butterfly flaps swings here and you feel it as a typhoon on the other side of the world, mm-hmm. it it's more than just a metaphor. They're actually controlling these things and it's a kind of disaster capitalism where they create crises, they create incidents, they destabilize governments so that they can manipulate market response. And when you have that kind of, that, that man, they're just, they've are got their fingers and everything, you don't just elect a president. Um, I think what's unique about you know President Trump is whether you like him personally or not, he's a renaissance investor he has this he's got this long history of bankruptcies and 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 businesses but what people don't understand that that is a normal part of the survival of business it's it's this is about not losing money it's not about you know that's just something
0: that I've, I've tried to bring up before to people right I don't mean to step on your toes um, no you're good but people are like oh well he's had you know six bankruptcies and I'm like that's what you do when something's not working that's right, that's
1: right. You, you you know when you need to get out, out. you
0: move forward that's smart businessman in my book I'm sorry
1: precisely but, if you're in the hole you don't dig deeper you get yourself so, out of the hole and he does that and your bets. exactly and he he understands stocks he understands negotiations he understands contracts the he's art an entertainer of the, deal. the art of the deal precisely and when you see what he does he puts people in roles for certain periods of time um sarah huckabee was in then she was out hope hicks we thought hope hicks was completely off the landscape and she pops up in a drop three days ago so people that you don't see in the foreground of the trump campaign they're there they're active he just plugs in his players as he needs them um
3: mm-hmm.
1: it's like a, it is a 5d chess game it, it's yes. every possible conceivable landscape they're fighting this and that's the challenge that we have as anons in these in our groups is that we're trying to keep up with that and we're trying to to stay ahead of that curve and we're trying to support that and we're able to do that because we've got so many different minds thinking about different things all at once and then we get together, we collaborate on it, and, and we wind up in places like this interview where, you know, we can discuss these things.
0: Well, um, I'm hoping, to, I'm hoping yeah. to do this more too. I like seriously, I want to make this a weekly thing. And uh, like I was saying before, is we can we can move people in and out. If you can't make it today, you can make it next Saturday. If you- well, and I think
4: other a lot of people have a lot of good viewpoints that are different from us. Absolutely. The pieces of the puzzle. We're all one piece of the puzzle, so we don't have to necessarily focus on. Um, you know, this or that, because this is an uh, organic conversation happening here because every one of us is experiencing everything that's happened in the in this week. And people, one thing I did want to say that um, Echo was, was speaking about was, you know, we, we have been conditioned for many, many decades to listen to the mainstream media, to th- mm-hmm. put on the news, let's see what's going on. And there is a directive that is so, so... Um, narrow you know that it's a very narrow path of the information that is going to be put out to the public and those things are what people have come to believe and when you try to change someone's mind um, they still have faith in the mainstream media they have faith in politicians they have faith in the banking system they don't understand the whole overall concept of it and I think the mainstream media we know for a fact that people are generating information that is false in order to cause you to think a certain way. We know this for a fact. Mm-hmm. Operation so, Mockingbird. <laughs> yes. yep. And Operation. so if people are going to follow the leader, and you know, schools have educated children to do so. Jobs, you know, we know that there's a head and there's people that are down all the way to the bottom. But I'll tell you from working with people in a lot of different industries, the people who collect the trash and serve the food and they're just getting paid 10 bucks an hour mm-hmm. are the kindest, best people that I've ever met. Absolutely. And
1: They're the people you know, that are really you know running saying? the country. Without them, we're we're deep in trash. That's they're right. essential. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Exactly, And so they're important, too. And sometimes they don't seem like they are or they don't feel that way. But they certainly are the core. And those are the people that we need the most. And um, so back to what you were saying, I think that incorporating different, different personalities into your podcast will help everyone understand. Because I think, um, I think the authority and I kind of have the same type of brain um, where we can see way down the road and we can plan for that and that's just how our brains work but other people don't look at things the same way and both of those ways are beneficial in addition to everything in between and so we've got a lot of different personalities with a lot of different uh ways that their brains work that Mm -hmm. something will click for someone else that won't if i'm talking you know people might not really get the whole picture um but there are other people who can contribute as well i believe Absolutely.
1: It's the team of rivals concept that, that Abraham Lincoln used. He didn't want to get groupthink, he wanted to hear the truth. So you're gonna to want to hear the truth from somebody that disagrees with you because they're always gonna tell you what the holes in your argument are, and that's right. how you get better at what you're doing. And we use that very, very liberally and we use it a lot. Encourage it. And we encourage it, absolutely. We encourage diversity and we break out into projects, but we always try to return to our main room so that we can exchange thought and mm-hmm. you know, we can we can have Drop these nugget. discussions. That's right, drop nuggets and just, you know, hash each other's things. Like, hey, can you check this and tell me if I'm thinking in the right direction? Come sure. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes later I got sixteen holes in my argument. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's
4: right. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> we're okay. not always right. We're not That's always right. right. We're not gonna be right
1: all the time. That's right. In oh. fact we're all we're all usually a shade of right and it doesn't get completely right until we combine everyone's picture and then we get the big picture. The big literally.
0: That's <laughs> what I'm trying to do with this. And I'm trying to pick up the timeline for the last the week. So what I'm looking at here, okay, is Ruth Bader Ginsburg died on Friday,
4: or we were told she died on Friday. For all we know, she was in a freezer for a year. I have no idea. Yeah, you know, it um, was it was the day, There was an, yeah. that was an important date that she died on. And by the way, she should have been buried uh, two days ago, I believe, mm-hmm. according to the Jewish tradition. So that's a whole other thing. Do you guys
3: also keep but, cueing yeah. the cue uh, on the flag that was on her, um, on her actual yeah. coffin? It was, uh,
4: it was I didn't see that.
3: Yeah, it
2: was wrinkled. But, Ooh, uh, that's it, right. That's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In the military, in customs, and, and so the, the unit that handles the caskets for the, for the White House and the state funerals, um, they're called the Old Guard, and they're sticklers to tradition. Their tradition is their way of honoring and respecting our heroes. Mm-hmm. So everything has to be done just perfectly. And when you see a flag on a coffin that is wrinkled, or you could actually see one of the huckles on the side of her casket, that's a very subtle indicator from the old guard that this person wasn't worthy of our full respect Mm -hmm. that somehow they're they're less than lacking to be buried in the hollow grounds that our national heroes are over in arlington
4: oh i mean let's talk about babies (laughs) you know well let's talk about babies and and real quick i just want to throw this in that i saw something today y'all may have seen it that the TikTok trend was people who are upset about the potential for abortion to be removed uh, the Roe vs wade now they're yeah. conservative there and they're making these videos where they're dancing some kind of you know whatever and throwing their baby they're throwing their baby and what, what who who are these people yes they're dancing We're like seconds they're holding they their babies and they then they toss the baby Snap their real the baby hell, man. yeah so who are these people is my question
0: and they're, they're not like... I love my son and I would love to strangle him once in a while but there's no <laughs> way when he was an infant I would have ever tossed him
1: yeah. It's and, really and, crazy to watch. And, and it goes back. So, you know, when we're talking about Mockingbird, you know, people, they call it a conspiracy, but it's well known and it's a provable fact that Anderson Cooper was an intern for the CIA. So there's a direct connection there. Mm-hmm. And when we see people throwing babies and screaming in the, in the middle of their leather covered luxury SUV because, oh, my God, the world's coming to an end. That that that's a very, very serious kind of programming that they've received from mainstream media. Oh, absolutely. We've been liberal, taught no longer
0: liberal education.
1: It, exactly, liberal education. Don't don't question the narrative. Rather not than just
4: that, not just that, but look at the kids who will do any dance that they see online. They will perfect it. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, then it yeah. so yeah. goes viral Fortnite amongst everyone else. That is the Mockingbird. There you go. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. see it with your own eyes right there. Mm-hmm. All it takes is the right person to set it off. And it's this big trend. And it's always really weird. Am I wrong?
0: No, you're right. No, no, no you're, you're absolutely right. right. But getting back on track here. Um, not to, not now, that anything that we said Trust me was to bad. take you off track. Right, I, so, so me, Ruth,
1: Ruth Bader to... Ginsburg dies <laughs> after a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. so,
0: so, that happened. And the exact same day that this report comes out about mm. um, Joe Biden's son, Hunter, and Joe Biden... Barista... Uh, yeah. Breonna Taylor's verdict was released. Yep. Now, I'm not the brightest crayon. I'm not the sharpest fork.
4: Are you burnt Whatever. sienna?
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> I am. But that just screams distraction to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Look over and here not over there. Yeah. It was obviously very well planned out in advance because we saw the U-Hauls full of riot gear. Mm-hmm. Arriving, yes, for this unrest, mm-hmm. and it not only happened there, but it happened in like twenty three other cities.
3: So the one that you saw that it was on the, the television, or the one that was on the television and Twitter, um, mm-hmm. where the people were carrying the, the actual uh, you know signs out, it turns out that an actual investigator went and looked up to see who had who was who had rented that U haul truck, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. uh, some woman connected to a Soros backed um
4: program oh, big
0: surprise there yeah, so, yeah she
4: helps people with the prison stuff um, well i don't think stuff, we yeah. need to bring
0: i don't think we need to bring george soros into this conversation oh god well this isn't fox news <laughs>
1: though, so <Yeah>. right. <laughs> yeah. you can't
4: say that. next topic she's,
1: she's part of the bail fund it. the bail fund which is not sponsored by that's Soros. that's what it is that's right
3: that's <laughs> not absolutely no soros. it really is but, yeah. right
1: and they're organized um when you when you talk about the black Bloc and you talk about antifa and blm you're talking about distinct pieces too. The black block, the black block is the paramilitary part of what BLM and Antifa is. They're the brown and shirts, so prepared. the brown shirts, exactly. And they, 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 they have a command structure. And lately, when you see them, you can get online and watch the live for uh, live broadcasts from it, from YouTube. They're you can see that they're on Twitch. too, If you want to take a look there, they're on Twitch. And their role is to drive the masses. So they are they are essentially the ringmasters of the circus. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, we were talking ringmasters about the of the shit show.
1: Oh there's a cue drop.
3: Mm-hmm. There is a cue. What? Well, uh, that's interesting. But, uh, yeah, no, that's that those brown shirts that's basically what these people are, yeah. and they're they're just you know they're out there just creating chaos. you know, a lot of people say that, oh, Trump's a fascist, and this and everything like it's like, well, if Trump's such a fascist, then why are the people on the left not willing to have a conversation and be straight up about the conversation with actual facts? And actually listen to somebody else's opinion, it's because they don't want to hear an opinion because they no. don't care about an opinion. They're just their job is to just cause chaos and to create riots and incite riots. Just like, just like you know, the, the SS and the and the uh, the little the, the young kids did back in the Hitler Youth, youth did back in the in, uh, mm-hmm. Third Reich in, the, in back in the you know nineteen forties and thirties. So,
4: it. and I'd love to have a different conversation at some point because about this, and I don't want to take y'all off course, opinion, but I have <laughs> to insert my opinion and thought, because I'll forget it because, you know, ain't young no more. But they are being supplied with massive amounts of riot gear. Oh, yeah. Which the normal average person, especially most have lost their jobs, can't afford to go buy that stuff, nor would they be able to team up with other people to learn how to defend themselves using such gear. And so you're talking about a very... I'd, I'm not going to say well-formed because they're—they don't really know what they're doing. Because once you pin them down, you've seen the evidence. They—they, they, you know, curl up in a ball, um, so they, you know, they're easy targets uh, individually. But collectively, they make this appearance of, um, you know, something very scary. So I, the fact that they are being supplied with all of that, we've kind of looked into where that may be coming from, and um, and the fact that the average person can't do that, you know, that's. Got to be frightening for people who don't really know what's going on.
0: Just real quick, uh, somebody's got some really, really big background noise. That's that going on? Uh, okay. I just—it's gonna—it's gonna come into the uh, the recording. I don't have a whole lot of control over the levels on this. I can basically start it and stop it, and maybe piece something on at the end. Mm-hmm. On at the,
4: no uh, magic filters,
0: huh?
3: Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, now That's, that's one I'm of the reasons... I'm my mic when I'm not talking. <laughs>
1: yeah, sorry. I, I forgot to mute it.
0: It's all good. It's all good. I just wanted to, like, throw that out there. But um I've got to say, man, I feel so bad for Amy Cohen Barrett. Or Cohen... Yeah, Barrett. Excuse me. Amy, Amy been, Cohen Barrett. She's going to be protected. Barrett. They are going to eat her alive.
4: I know. Yeah, that's true. You know and she's nice. And she's a nice woman. She's they are going to
0: they're gonna they're gonna demolish this woman and she doesn't deserve that
4: and her kids yeah and her kids they were already attacking her kids like who did mm-hmm. she steal
0: these kids from you know yeah. it's not right that but you know she's what though she's stealing- gonna
4: have that evidence to bring forth i really have a feeling because those kids are haitian and you know that there needs to be some information from somewhere and someone if she's you know, as good as she is, and she's adopted children from Haiti. You know, we know there's a connection there with people that need to be exposed. Perhaps that—that's the reason she is in the position she's in. One of them. One of them. Not <sighs> on. Right. I mean,
3: I—I I understood too that uh, not to get off topic, but I understood that this week that from what I read that the Senate was only going to be going to be um, confirming her. That the House wasn't supposed to be involved at all. But I don't—I don't know how how much of that is true or not.
0: As far as I that's know, correct. The Senate is. Is the one that confirms judges. So that's one of the reasons that, that they did um, – they went after the Senate in 2018. They wanted to flip the – flip it to Republicans so they could just do this exactly what they're doing. So
4: – You know, the French – one of y'all mentioned the French a little while ago. And again, you know, this this podcast should be called I Don't Want to Get Off-Topic but. <laughs> but. accurate the French – um, are a big deal, bigger than we may realize, the connection with Haiti. But also, you know, they built the, the, the Wuhan lab stuff, by the way. And mm-hmm. they didn't, you know, they don't let people come in and build their stuff over there. The French did build that. Hmm. Um, so that's just something to discuss later. Right. You know, that's the French. I think need to be discussed a little or researched a little bit more by our group. In my opinion.
0: Okay. Oh, I could talk well, that's about the just... French all day. <laughs> <laughs> I got
4: about 5% French in me, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's what you see coming out sometimes. <laughs>
0: gotcha. Well, guys, I don't really have anything else to bring up. If there's other stuff you guys want to talk about, um, I don't know what else is going on. Uh, Echo, do you have any words of wisdom to share with the group before we end this?
4: yeah i mean i'm not um, pushing anybody
0: off but i mean if we can i we got tons this to say i tonight. won't keep
4: it too long but I, when he's done i got i got a few things that i could pitch in for this week.
1: okay yeah if, if any of your listeners are out there you know if, if you're wondering what you can do and, and how you can do this i think probably the most important thing anybody can do right now is protect your protect your twitter accounts um be very selective about what you're doing and how you're engaging people don't do anything that's going to catch you a ban because we need every single one of you we need Every supportive pro account we can get out there, if you're on Facebook, if you're on Twitter, you know, follow and retweet. Um, we are the news and that means that we are responsible for letting the rest of the world what, know what's going on in a truthful and accurate manner because the mainstream media isn't doing it. We need every single account we can get a retweet from. Every one of them. Everybody's critical that, out here.
4: But yeah. there's something really important connected to that that I posted, I tweeted about not long ago, maybe a week or two ago. Yeah. Is that If you are involved in this and you want to be helpful, um, don't retweet something that you haven't looked into because there's a lot of people that are retweeting things, right, that aren't true or partially true. I find myself guilty of that
0: from time to time. (laughs) Well, we've
4: all done it. We've all done it. And and in the beginning, I did it. um, And sometimes I'll share something with my mom that I'm like, oh God, look at this. But then it's my mom, so I just send it. And then she writes me back this long note saying, hey, have you really, really? looked into this enough and so i think that being retweet and what you share is critical because someone is going to base what we're doing off of those types of tweets that aren't fully accurate and then say we don't know what we're talking about so i would say be very selective and and put out what you what you know is to be true now i'm shadow Mm banned, so unless somebody retweets something that i have nobody really sees or comments on it but i still post it you know um so that's that's my piece of advice. Yeah, we
1: have to practice the journalistic integrity that the mainstream media has forgotten and abandoned.
4: That's the whole point.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fahrenheit, do you have anything you want to add? Or forecast? Excuse me, Fahrenheit. Where the hell did I get that from?
4: <laughs> I don't forecast. know, but that's a cool name, though. Yeah. 432 uh, degrees. Burn it up, boy.
2: See, nothing more, nothing yeah. else to add.
3: Enigma, how about you? Yes, sir. Um, I think uh, the, the best thing I can leave, uh, leave in words of wisdom is just to, um, as Q always mentions, question everything you see. Um, be willing to go back and verify your information, especially when you're posting on Twitter, like, you know, just to follow up with that. And... Um, I, I feel like a lot of a lot of the questions that people have about, you know, I'm sure there's there's things that we've touched on today that people are going to be like, mm-hmm. you guys just barely scratch the surface, and I want to oh, know yeah, more. Absolutely. Um, what I what I what I ask you to do is just is just look and look, look mm-hmm. at your history, um, really, to understand where we are today and in terms of our situation in our country, mm-hmm. to understand, you know, why things are affected the way they are today. We really have to look back at history, and the more you look back at history, the more of a clear picture it paints. You know, like I always tell Echo this all the time, like in, in conversation between us and others, you know, I, I don't even have to watch the news nowadays to know what's already going on. Like if I see mm-hmm. something on a headline, mm-hmm. I can read a headline and I already know just by the source that it comes from, like the AP Associated Press, I don't trust them because I know where it comes from. It comes from a, from a controlled narrative media, usually dealing with Project Mockingbird or Operation Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing we didn't really touch on today that I hope we get to do in the future is maybe we'll touch on Prism and ShadowNet. Because there's a whole like like rabbit hole you can go down with like Brennan, Comey, and, and even the generals in the past, like General Flint, not General Flint, General um, Jones, uh, Michael, General J- uh, James Jones, his son, yes. they're all oh involved in, 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 in these contracting companies that are basically running their own shadow military
4: intelligence. And um, I have to get back on that project because I, I really had put a lot of things together and I started a PDF and it got so big and um, I'm glad you brought that up because I've got so much already done on it and we do need, I think what we need is um, some help uh, from maybe a select few and Echo and I can talk about that later, but uh, piecing some things together because so much work has been done and I hate for it to fall to the wayside. Oh, it's not going to fall. It's just, it's a lot of stuff stuff to go through. Yeah.
1: And, And you can see this is, this is part of our process is that we we're at the point now where we have a lot of information and now we have a problem analyzing it and getting it ground down so it's it's much better than we were two or three years ago
4: mm-hmm. but
1: it can be overwhelming and we rely on those online accounts to help us get that information out correct um we need them and, and remember the red pill isn't a suppository
4: yet not yet not yet <laughs> not yet so
1: <laughs> no red pill people red pill them nicely red pill them in a way that they're going to want to come back for more and probably the best thing you can do is give them a question don't tell them an answer give them a question and let them dig on it themselves and a day or two later you'll be surprised what happens
4: it's always good to say do you know what i found out or did you know this oh my god you know i just found this and it's really yeah yeah q is not
1: we're not the enemy we're not we're not you know we're not a cult this is if we're no. a cult it's the only cult that encourages you to think for yourself you um, think. it's the only cult oh. that lets you come and go as you please mm-hmm. if that's the case we're i not. have
0: noticed and i'm sorry i don't No, you go ahead interrupting no. you um go ahead. one of the things that i've noticed that is that we've kind of fallen into this trap where it's us against the left and
4: I it's always people been that way. Remember, yeah, but the thing <laughs> is, is that it's yeah.
0: not us against the left. It's not partisan. This is this is right versus wrong, and good versus evil. Pure so mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and The law. And a lot of these people are just lost. So I, if I you think... view them with vitriol and mm-hmm. hate, right. you, you're shooting yourself in the foot before you even get into a conversation with them. They're I prisoners.
1: They're prisoners of war and they're living yes. in occupied countries. The blue cities, the blue states are occupied yes. countries. And they're not Absolutely. even blue. It's deep state. It's that's yeah. just the easiest way to say mm-hmm. it. It's deep state. Mm-hmm.
4: Pretty much. I feel like my personal opinion that there's a group of people that are like what you guys just said. And then there's another group of people that aren't mm-hmm. like that. They are trained. They want to be there. And maybe they're from other countries infiltrated here because they've been brought here purposefully. Those people, you cannot change their mind because they're out for us. Okay, You're the enemy, whatever. Um, And so there are some people that you don't want to waste time on necessarily too much time. You want to try it with everyone, of course.
3: Yeah, there's like, it's just so you guys know, like on Twitter and stuff, when you get into arguments with people, or if you do, they try to get into arguments. Just Mm -hmm. understand that some of those people aren't even real people. So the way it is, is there's algorithms that are written for Twitter, where basically if you have a conversation and something and... We'll just say Shadownet for now because that's basically what it is. Almost, the Shadownet comes in and scans the information, Mm
4: -hmm. and then they
3: have this—they have this thing called the Interactive Internet Activities Program, which basically is like an—it's like an algorithm AI that scans this information and says, "Hey, this person's putting on a narrative that we don't like and we don't want to push." So we're going to send in some fake bots to like carry the conversation on, and then what they do is they waste your time. And then what they also have on top of that, what they've done now, is they're—they're employing people. They basically work in a call center to just like use a script and troll people to keep them online for as long as they can, yep. just to waste your time. Cause the way they see it is as long as you're not, as long as you're not putting the narrative somewhere else where it could affect and see more people can see it, then they're Absolutely. doing their job and they're, they're preventing you from getting that information to where it needs to be. So,
0: I was just wondering if those were some of those 64,000 non-essential government employees that played <laughs> off during the last uh, cliff.
3: it's possible it's possible possible. Possible. and they're working remotely so you never know Um, another thing too is is protect yourself with VPNs too so yeah absolutely yeah and there's a
4: there's a a spot in, in the in the board for that um for people who don't know uh because i didn't and so you know echo and many others have really been wonderful by the way helping us walk through this so if you're new and you're in jtf and you're new whether you're Mm -hmm. new to the room or new to uh, Q in itself, either way, you know, there's tons of help there and you reach out because everybody's willing to help one another. Um, But what I wanted to say was about the the arguments that people can get into online. It's very easy for one headline to trigger us and go, man, that makes me so mad because everybody's going to believe that. And when you drop a piece of information into the comments, there are people there who will see it. That could potentially click on that and actually go find the rabbit hole for themselves. And you can mm-hmm. leave that there and walk away because the arguments and discussions are, like you said, going you know, to waste time. And it could be very, very beneficial in other ways rather than wasting time arguing with somebody that isn't real.
1: <laughs> That's right. I'll just leave this here.
4: Mm-hmm. Leave it there because someone will find it somewhere. That's right. Well,
0: right on. Well, mm-hmm. I have got to, uh, to get going, guys. Mm-hmm. But well, this is great. Been... This has been a good informational session. I appreciate everybody showing up. Before we leave, I want to like throw a shout out to uh, Sons of Liberty, 21. He's our own maker of fine Patriot apparel and accessories. Yes, indeed. So when you're cracking into an ice cold can of whip ass, pour over some soy boy or Marxist revolutionary scumbag, rocking Sons of Liberty apparel. You're not just saying "Don't tread on me." You're saying "Don't tread on America."
1: There you go.
4: Nice. Oh, all right, guys. <laughs> thanks for hosting this and yes, yeah, no box. problem. And thanks, thanks to all man. you guys for letting me interrupt you over and over with my oh, little no shoot-outs. But hey, you know, I know y'all. <laughs> I know y'all know how I am.
1: <laughs> no, man, you're the catalyst. We like it. We need to hear it. <laughs> all right, right on. <laughs> That's right.
4: Y'all take it easy. All right, thanks, right, right,
1: guys.
2: Thank yeah, you, guys. Bye-bye. Take you guys care. Have a great Sweet night. All right, you too.